will of God you know we're all made in the image and uh, likeness of God so God is beautiful if he's not beautiful then he wouldn't have made beautiful people like you and I for us to live in a beautiful planet the earth is beautiful nature is beautiful so when I say beautiful people I am not at all wrong we're beautiful physically we're also beautiful in spirit because we've got the gifts of the Holy Spirit and all of them are beautiful. So today I've got a special guest. Oh, she's one of us, but uh, this is the first time she's coming on After Churches. So she's a guest here. She's a wonderful person. She has an amazing personality. In fact, she's bigger than she looks <laughs> she's a child actually but she's got the mind of an adult you hear her speak my name is blessing and i've got nosa nosa how are you welcome i'm fine thank you mm, she's got a beautiful voice and then um, i also have it i also have smarty lee yo i'm in the building mm, he's in the building but it doesn't sound like he's in the building because it's far from us so yes yeah, so i'm in the building everyone right, okay and then we have She's going to tell you her name. <laughs> Egosile, everyone. Okay, Egosile is here. So it's a full house. So, Nessa, how was church for you today? You know, you don't stay in the other church. You stay in the children's church. What is it like being in children's church? It's like, it's fun because they bring everything down to our level for us to understand. Mm, to your oh, level for you to understand. And you also have your peers. You're surrounded by your peers. So when they say talk to your neighbor, you're not looking at one grandma, you're looking at your, your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you learn today in church? Today we learned about grace, the different types of grace and how they work and different storylines and how, like examples. Okay, biblical examples of people who've experienced grace in the Bible. Okay, so what do you now understand to be grace? Okay. I understand grace to be like God's unmerited favor in the mm. life of a person. Okay. Like you don't deserve it, but it's just God's will. It's just God's honor. Hmm. You don't deserve it. It's God's unmerited favor to you. Okay. So apart from those persons in the Bible that I mentioned to you, I'm going to ask you their names, but apart from those ones in the Bible, People around you, can you identify anyone you know has experienced this unmerited fever? Me. You. Oh, ah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. So Lisa is testifying. So tell oh. me what did you experience, Grace? Okay. Different ways. Like for example, as a student, okay. during preparing for any exam or anything, like the Holy Spirit can direct you to read from any particular point. But many people that don't have the leading of the Holy Spirit, they're like reading the book cover to cover. But you, and, and when you when the exam comes out, that like what you read mm. is what is going to come out. Wow. So people that read the book cover to cover, cover aimlessly, they <laughs> <laughs> just read everything, you know. But you had direction, courtesy of the Holy Spirit. Now, when you said the leading of the Holy Spirit, I was just wowed. Because, Nusa, you're not an adult. I'm wondering how you understand these things. How old are you, Nusa? I'm nine years old. Oh, you're nine, but you sound like you're um, 15. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nusa, in the Bible, who experienced grace? Who are those you think or you've learned experienced grace? Daniel. Okay. 
Joseph. Mm. Okay, I'm going to explain how they experienced Please you. Please do. Daniel experienced grace when the king made a decree that no one should worship any god for 30 days and he stamped it with his ring. Okay. Daniel prayed and when he was thrown into the lion's den, God sent an angel to shut the mouths of the lions and he slept well. Then Joseph, Joseph in the house of Potiphar, when Joseph was blackmailed, even when he was in prison, God still put him in charge in everything that he did. Mm. That's great. Well, should just give a round of applause for <laughs> <laughs> You know, we talked about grace some time ago um, because um, the month of March was actually the month of grace. Even though grace works in our lives every day, but the month of March was um, we were actually made to be conscious of grace. And so it's like Nusa is just giving me a recap of everything that we've been, we've been, we've been taught. Uh, she's refreshing my memory and she's even ministering to me, you know, being led by the Holy Spirit. All right, so Nusa, uh, we'll take a break from you and move to the address. Let's get to know what they uh, learned today in church because it's not just like coming to church for a good Christian. You come to church with the mind of a student as you go to school to learn, so you learn in church. Yes, it's all. The message of today, fruitfulness. What does it mean to you? What did it speak to you? Okay, when we talk about fruitfulness, fruitfulness has been our topic since the beginning of the month. So we have been, even our week, our week, midweek services, we keep talking about fruitfulness, seed of fruitfulness, that was our last week service, the midweek service. So fruitfulness, personally, means like, when you're involved in something and there's a good result, there's a good result to show for all your deeds, all your efforts, that's just simply fruitfulness to me. Mm. Like, um, you can be fruitful in various endeavors because when a Christian or a believer is fruitful, it's supposed to show in everything that you do, not just in your Christian life. You can be fruitful materially, you can be fruitful spiritually, financially, physically, in every other aspect of your life. Your life is just supposed to be an envy so that others can know that, okay, there's a, there's a benefit and there's a reward for serving God. Mm. That's just simply fruitfulness for me. Okay. Yeah, so when you were talking about um, a Christian, you know, uh, you must... Uh, fruitfulness is not just in your spiritual life, it's in every area of life, yes, all around fruitfulness. I remember what Pastor said um, during the message. He said, you being fruitful is endorsement, yes, that you are, that, yeah, your endorsement that you are God's own, because the fruitfulness shows God's glory. So without God's glory, it's like there's no stamp on your life, like you are God's own, you're God's child. So it's a fruitfulness that shows people that you are disciples of God, of, of Jesus, is a fruitfulness that shows people that you are God's child. Without that, they would doubt. Because even when you go on evangelism, you want to preach to people, you want them to convert, to become Christians, and you know you want them to be saved. Some persons can even mock you and say, oh, you're telling me to come serve a God that is good. I've known you all my life. I don't see anything good in your life. So if you, who's been serving the God, you claim that is good, and I don't see no the goodness in your life, yeah. what's the proof? No what's, what's there to convince me that if I come over to start serving the God that you serve, I will have goodness in my life? So goodness, um, fruitfulness is validation of, of Christianity. I, I would say uh, to me, I feel fruitfulness is validation of your Christianity because being a Christian means you are Christ-like. And of course, Christ was fruitful in everything. So you must have that fruitfulness in order for you to be validated as a Christian. So, 
Egosa, you know, I was telling you about those um, who some of them are just only going to fellowship. You don't really have time for class. Uh, well, I know that wisdom is profitable to direct. So uh, fruitfulness also means that we operate with God's wisdom, and it shows us areas to tap from. It shows us what to do so we're able to achieve fruitfulness. Um, you know, um, I think it was Itoa who mentioned that, uh, or, okay, yes, it was Nusa who mentioned that um, she was being led by the Holy Spirit on what to read and what not to read. I did that in school. So when you have some nice teachers, in fact, how we describe nice teachers is those that when it's close to exam, they tell you areas to concentrate on so you don't labor yourself reading everything. They just give you area of concentration. The Holy Spirit, I know, also gives us area of concentration. As a student, have you experienced this? And how has uh, being fruitful reflected in your academic life? Okay, so first of all, as a student, I've experienced it a lot of times. In fact, all the time, especially during my exam periods when I've not probably covered a lot of work or I'm not still done with the workload and all that. I just basically, just, I just pray and ask God for direction and the Holy Spirit just, I don't even know how it does it. I just look at what I need to read and say, okay, this, this looks like what's going to come out in the exam. This looks like what's going to come out in the exam. And I just read those patterns. To God be the glory, they, they actually do come out in the exam. And, um, and my results also, so, um, also shows the fruitfulness of God in my academics. Okay. And um, there, was a, there, was an, like, there was a time when I was in secondary school, I, I was writing during my work, when I was having my work exams, and um, I was writing, and some of my classmates decided to engage in my practice, and I said, okay, so I'm not going to do this. I just, I'm just going to depend on God, me, me my God, and my pain. Okay. And um, so I actually wrote, and. It came out of my exam. People were waiting for my results. Mm. Since so, you did indulge. Since I didn't in indulge, yes. To see how so far. they wanted to see how far. Okay, let's see where, where it got. So, and look, I got into school. I got the course of my choice. I mm. wrote my exams once. I didn't have to come back again the next wow. year. You were indeed fruitful. Yes. So, <laughs> so everything was just smooth for me. And I was like, oh, this is the reward for being obedient to God's word. Mm. Yes, and so if you were to tell uh, um, a classmate or a classmate of yours, I know that uh, in Nigeria we like to show that we're at a certain level. You know, we say classmates for secondary school, primary school. Then when you get to the university, your classmates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't, if you are to tell your classmate now that I'm going for fellowship, please accompany me. Because they know that you are a student uh, who's acing all our courses, they're like, okay, this one, she knows what she's talking about. She knows what she's doing, so they want to yes. go with you, okay? But for maybe those who have not applied God's wisdom to know how to appropriate time to things, because there is time for everything, time for study, time for fellowship and all of that, uh, who are just believing that even if they go for fellowship all day and then just pray, they'll come out in flying colors. And then some of them, it doesn't work for them. Maybe it works for some. That's why some others have taken that um, particular uh, path. So if those, it doesn't work for one, they're always uh, the ones lagging 
you know, their grades are not really good. So when that such a person comes to you to say, uh, I want to preach to you, like, ah, oh, go, these ones who are not uh, serious, <laughs> yeah, studies, serious, you yeah. want to separate yourself from that. So, but when you're fruitful academically, they know that before they mention like the five top students in class, your name is mentioned. Even if you're not among the top five, but students who are doing well in grades, so they take you seriously. Okay. Mm. Now, smart. Talk to us about fruitfulness. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I want to appreciate everyone for this opportunity. When you talk about fruitfulness, it has to do with uh, productivity. It means you have something to to show forth. Mm. And when Pastor was talking, was when Pastor was preaching today in church, he made mention of two things initially. He said, when you are fruitful, it means you are blessed. Mm. And you can be blessed naturally. As in, when, when I talk about naturally, I'm talking about your potentials. You being able to do well with your potentials. Like for example, you are being able to do well in your business. Mm -hmm. You are doing well in your business. And come to think of it, there are so many people that are not Christians, I swear, that are doing well in their business. But by the time you are doing extraordinary well, that's when the divine, the divine power comes in. That is the help of the Holy Spirit. So there are levels. Yeah, there are doing levels. well is one level. Yeah. Doing extraordinary well is another, another level. level. That's a level of grace. Of grace, okay. yeah. And he also said something that I, I learned for. He said, as, as a believer, as someone that is fruitful, for you to be fruitful, you have to have a mindset. Your mindset has to be different from every other person. Mm -hmm. And one of it he mentioned was you have to have the knowledge of Christ, that, that knowledge that you are a fruitful person. You first of all have to accept the fact that you are fruitful, that as a child of God, you are made to prosper. Then another one is being empowered by Christ. Because it's one thing for you to have the mentality, to, it's one thing for you to have the knowledge, and it's another thing for you to know that you are empowered to do this stuff. Because a lot of people know a lot of things and they're not being able to do it. Then he also said something, the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will help you to do that which you can't do normally or to do extra. Let's say, okay, like all of us. Even if you can do it ordinarily. Yeah. It gives you an edge. Extra advantage. And Where, okay, for the students here, like when I was in school, there were some persons in my department, the way they do things, like even lecturers, like lecturers are shocked, they are amazed. They're you get now, they are super intelligent, they don't do it, they don't do it normal. Sure, you get love. Yes. The another is you have to have the mindset. You have to talk it. You have to, that is to say you have to confess it. Confess Not only to confess, then you have to do it. Okay. And, and the last one is, if you want to be a fruitful person in life, you need to spend your time wisely. Okay. You don't just spend your time randomly. That's give, where wisdom comes. That's in. where wisdom comes and in because time, time is money. You, you're not made to waste and as a money. Student, and your time, your time yeah. has to be used well. Yes. Okay. Why is the of resources? Of resources. Like in second service, pastor made an illustration with a mango seed and a mango fruit. Yeah. It was like some will eat their seed. Mm -hmm. While that seed could have gotten them a tree mm -hmm. and numerous fruits. 
while some will eat their seeds and they will end up with nothing. But once you're someone that knows how to invest per season, because there's a time for everything, there's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. If you're someone that knows how to invest wisely, both your resources and your time, yes. you will definitely reap at the right time. When others are harvesting, you will not be empty, as you won't, you won't just be there looking around. Mm. So also for you to be fruitful, you have to also make sure that you have someone who abides in the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because the Bible says, if you abide in me, and abide in you, you will bear much fruit. Yes. So for us to bear much fruit, we have to make sure that we have, we spend much time with God. That's, that's just the simple meaning of abiding in God. Okay. You have to learn to spend much time with God, learning from the Word of God, because everything you need is in the Word of God. The wisdom of God is in the Word of God. What to do per time is in the Word of God. Okay. So if you can spend more time with the Word of God, spend then more time with the Holy you'll Spirit. you'll be more yes, fruitful. Be more fruitful, much yes. fruitful. And you, you will hear more from fruit, God. So that yes. Lasts, yeah, you hear more from God. You'll be led more by the Holy Spirit. And then, because um, talking about this illustration of the seed and the mango fruit itself, talks about um, potential and then results. A lot of persons, if you have the fruitful mindset that Smart mentioned, it tells you that everything about you can yield results. Everything about you can multiply. So you don't waste anything. You don't waste any talent. You don't waste any skill. You don't waste your time because you know that it can give you something better. All right. So we'll go on a quick break and then we'll be back to wrap up. Thank you for being with us on After Church GCU. Remember that this is coming to you, Kotsi Ministry of Perfection, AK1. You can like us on Facebook at MOP AK1. And always, always come to Transform. That's a channel we're on uh, at Anchor. So once you get to Anchor, just go straight to Transform. Click uh, to listen to After Church GCU. There's also Trend, both. Uh, yes, listen to the Word of God first. You also listen to the Word of God on trend. Yeah, both of them, whichever you want to listen to. If you miss church, then the one place you should stop at is after church gist so you can catch up with um, 
today's message. All right, so as we wrap up, Nusa, you know, some persons have this mindset that children don't really learn in church, apart from maybe uh, they just keep them busy so that you don't disturb parents while service is going on. That's why they have children's church. And then when they have maybe children's day, they teach them to perform one or two things. Is that true? Well, I don't think it's true because I've heard you talk about the Holy Spirit. What's your message to other children? Because some children, when their parents are taking them to children's church, oh, you see them frown, you see them cry, or so just be happy. Hey, I've seen Mary, I've seen John, I've seen Juliet, you know, my peers. Let's go play while service is on. Okay, that's where I said they bring it out to our level for us to understand. Okay. When I mean bring it out to our level, like, for example, this grace, different illustrations and also maybe some maybe games or anything that make us like remember and have retentive memory. Mm. So I really don't think they come to children's session to play mm. and do all those. Although there are some that play and maybe come to eat biscuits mm. or... <laughs> 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 What's your message for them? My message for them is when, how do I put it now? But those people that eat biscuits and donuts mm. and stuff, they are a little toddlers. Okay. So, so that's all they know to mm, do, really. Yes. Okay. Not so, all, but most of what they know to do. Yes. Okay. But, so really, there's no advice for them now. Okay, but just to grow up. Then for those who are close to your age, what would you say to them? Because some come with notes. And afterwards, you do nothing with it. But you're applying everything you learn in church. Okay. This is where listening comes in. Okay. This is, if also parents are playing their role, mm. some of them come to church with their notes and end up using the notes like 10 pieces of paper, drawing, mm. or doing all sorts of things. As a parent, if you train your child properly, your child's supposed to, your child's supposed to know that when you come to church, it's time to listen and not time to play. Okay. So that's just all you have to say to them. Okay, so to children out there who go to church just to play because maybe mommy on a normal day would not allow you to come out and play. So once you get to church and you see your peers, oh, you're excited like freedom at last. So you just let on loose and you begin to play. Nosa is saying that you should listen when you're in church, learn a thing or two or even more, and then you can apply it to your life the Holy Spirit can, of course, lead children like he's leading Usa. <laughs> all right, and so from all of us, what's our message to people who want to be fruitful and to people who think that being fruitful as a Christian only means you speaking in tongues, only means you being able to pray from one hour to two hours or then to three hours? What's our message? We're going to do this 30 seconds each. So I'm going to begin with you, Smarts. Okay, my message to everyone out there that want to be fruitful as a Christian is that you shouldn't uh, take commit all, all your time into Christianity. I'll be like, I want to be going to church all the time. You should have other things doing. Like our pastor because says that, yeah, like our Christian. pastor says, if you see him outside church, he's a farmer, you shouldn't be shocked. So get yourself busy, get yourself engaged with something you know is going to be profitable. Mm. Thank you. Okay, what Smart is trying to say is that don't just say, we're in this world, we're not of this world. Yeah. We're actually <laughs> brought into this world, we are gods, because we have to be godlike, you know, dominate. 
if we say we are royalty, then that royalty that we are in Christ should be reflected in, on earth. So if you're a Christian and you're doing well in church, you should also do well in your business. You should also do well in whatever field of endeavor. That's what Smart is saying. Am I right? Yeah, you're right, definitely. Okay. Thank you. So I go, sir. Okay. So I want you to talk to students. Christian students. Okay, so for specifically for Christian students, mm -hmm. I would say if you want to be more fruitful, first of all, you have to engage yourself in the word of God. That's the basic step. Like there, there are a lot of things that are actually relating to us students in the word of God. Mm -hmm. And once you ask the Spirit to direct you on what to read, you can actually you actually get a lot of things that have that you can apply to your daily life and mm -hmm. also invest your time wisely don't don't spend your time going out and um, um going for only fellowships i'm not saying you shouldn't go to church now going for only fellowships or going for um basically shows. shows anything just engage use your time there's time for everything that's what the bible says so there's time to go to church there's time to come back and read there's time to read your books your bible there's time to listen to the gospel there's time to even win a soul too so okay. plan your time wisely just use your time wisely because it's very essential okay so as a student fruitfulness should also show in your studies like you should have good grades yeah that's one way fruitfulness shows it's one yeah I know you say money. <laughs> <laughs> What's your message? Okay. My message for everyone is, I think fruitfulness starts with the mindset. Okay. Like we thought today. If you can just adjust your mindset to believe that fruitfulness is actually possible in all our endeavors. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. For you to actually achieve anything in reality, it starts with the mind. It starts with you possessing the belief, the mindset that it's possible. So once you have the mindset that, okay, fruitfulness is possible in every area, I think then the next step is to begin to find out, make research, read books, read the Bible, ask the Holy Spirit for inspiration. And what step do you take? If it's in your business, what step do I take to make this business fruitful? If it's in your academics, okay, what can I start doing? How was I doing it before that I can get a better method to just get something done, yeah, you keep improving, okay. just keep researching. Okay, now when we say we are to be fruitful as Christians, some persons will want to think that they don't have any work to do because yes, we are to be fruitful as Christians. So whether I, I sleep, I don't work, you know, I'm supposed to be fruitful, no. It doesn't mean, the farmer, look at the farmer. The farmer plants his seed, and from time to time, he does everything, he waters, he weeds around it to ensure that nothing disturbs the progress of the crop he wants uh, to grow. Okay, so you must do everything. That means you must continue meditating, being in tune with God, pray, do everything necessary. If it's business, acquire the very skills you need to improve to do all of that, okay? And then if you've not been fruitful as a Christian, I think this is a time for you to, to, to think, evaluate your work with God. Why have you not been fruitful? Perhaps for one reason or the other, you've been disconnected. If you cut off a branch from a tree, would that tree, a branch yield anything? No, over time it will die off. So maybe you've been disconnected, and this is a wake-up call for you to get reconnected, to be grafted back into the vine so that you can be fruitful. My name is Blessing. I've been here with Darling Nusa, looking beautiful, so, so smart and intelligent. Parents, please do not discourage your children from going to children's church. You see how much Nusa has learned and how much she's learning and even impacting, all right? And so uh, to Itwa, who's uh, now a rich lady, she's gonna take us out and give us ice cream here now. <laughs> to Smart. So, Egosa, thank you all for being on the show today. We'll see you again next time.